Welcome to Phoenix's Universe, where we discuss all things business for creative entrepreneurs. I am Phoenix Michelle, a hybrid tutor and Instagram strategist from Dallas, Texas. Join me as I drop my favorite apps, tools, and tricks for success. Welcome everybody to Phoenix's Universe. And this week we are going to talk about things that you need to have on your website, right? So we're getting to the end of the year and towards the end of the year, you start wanting to do, you know, kind of like an audit of, you know, your budget, your system, successes, opportunities, maybe some things didn't work out so great. Some things did work out great, right? So one of the things that I've noticed of whenever I'm doing an audit on someone's social, you know, and everybody has to click the link in the bio and then it'll take me to a website and then I'll get to their website and I'm like, uh, there might be some things missing here, right? So everybody's always kind of concerned with growing their followers, growing their followers, but really you need to focus on the conversion. A website should help you get to that point to where you are not stuck on like not having a client, right? So these are four things that you have to have on your website that I usually see missing sometimes from people's website, no matter, you know, if you're a service-based organization, not organization, but a business, right? So like, let's say you offer services like, like myself, I'm a photographer, videographer, Okay, these are the things that I do for you. Or if you have a boutique, it pretty much works all around for anybody. If you're a speaker, you're a coach, but these are things that you need to have on your website. All right, so let's get into it. One, the first thing you need to really have on your site is a contact form. Now, a lot of platforms have them where you can, you know, set it up. Or if you have email platform like myself, I use Flowdesk. I love Flowdesk. And you can create a form, embed it on your website, drop it, and boom, it works. It, you know, takes you there. It can go into your system. If you have a CRM, I use Dubsado. Dubsado has a contact form. I know HoneyBook does, 17 Hats, all these other platforms you use. But you want to have a contact form. Like a lot of people do see, okay, I can see where I can book you or I see, you know, where you have your pricing. But sometimes people have special requests or maybe they're not quite sure how to move forward that they want to find out more information, maybe about your process, about yourself. So these are things that will come up and people want to ask you. And yeah, you may have your email listed, but sometimes a contact form, people just fill that out easier. They know it goes straight to you. You see it and you're able to respond. So this helps. And so what you can do is, like I was saying before, make sure your form has some basic information about the people. All right. So you want to start off with, okay, what is your phone number? Please enter it. What is your email? Okay. And then say, what can I help you with? So these are things that will kind of help people to kind of, you know, when the form comes into you, you're not completely like, well, I don't know who this is or what you want. So be sure to have just like an open text field that will help people to kind of put in their notes. Cause sometimes, you know, like for myself, I don't shoot a lot of weddings and I don't really post a lot of, but I do shoot weddings. And so what I will have is people fill out my contact form and say, Hey, I have a wedding or Hey, I have this event. Like I see you do a lot more branding, but do you also shoot 
you know, weddings. And so for me, I'm able to follow up with, oh, okay, so now I see what you, you know, what direction, how I need to progress this conversation to move forward. So be sure to have your contact form and also on your contact form, be sure to put your phone number on there because sometimes people may see that and they may need an urgent answer. Like with email, you kind of want to say, you know, a day or two to kind of give response back to people. But sometimes people have a question or they're like, hey, I need to see if you can book tonight. I got an event tomorrow. Can you come? And you may miss that. So put your phone number on there. And I always, you know, like on my contact form, I say, hey, if you want a quicker response, send me a text message or call me because that way you don't have to wait to go through my process go through my email. You know, I give myself a day or two to go through to sort through the emails and things like that. So that is one thing for sure, for sure you want to have on your page is a contact form. Second, you want to include your services. Now, I also say prices, but I know some people are kind of like, okay, I don't want to put my prices out there. Uh, You know, I don't want people to know what I charge or, you know, I want them to contact me directly. So, you know, if you do custom kind of pricing, I understand that. But for me, I put my prices on my website and I put my services on there and I find that that's just easier for me. Everybody's different. I don't do custom. I mean, I will do some custom work, but like, For me to streamline my process, because guys, I have a, you know, corporate job. So I work seven to four during the week. So I don't have time to keep going back and forth. And yes, I do have virtual assistant that helps to, you know, handle my email. But for the most part, people are trying to make a budget or they're trying to see even if you're within my range, right? So it's like going to Target and you see a purse or whatever, you know, $75. That may be in my budget, may not be in my budget. So then I can move around like, or maybe it's not in my budget right now, but I'll be back. So that's kind of the idea that I take for that. And I have found that that is one reason that people will book me and they have actually told me that. I had one client in particular that said, I booked you because your pricing was on your website and I knew that you were within my budget. That's perfect. Or I've had people say, I had to wait a little bit of time, but I knew I wanted to work with you. And so I knew I had to save up a little bit more money before I could even book with you. So it helps to kind of clear up the page. Um, Not necessarily the page, but clear up, you know, people's decision making because sometimes you know they might need to go talk to their team you know if you have someone working for an event and they say okay this is our budget and if they go through and they see okay there's some flexibility there we can work with this so that way the conversation will move on and you're not wasting time right you're not wasting the, the potential client's time and you're not wasting your time because time is very very valuable so that is one thing that you definitely want to do is put your services right put your prices on there that way people can make their own decision about okay, I can do this, right? Same thing if I'm a boutique owner, you know, if I post a pair of shoes on Instagram or wherever you're posting it on, I need to make sure the pricing is on there because then I can see, right? Because I know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm always doing some Instagram shopping. I'll see a pair of shoes and I'll see a nice photo and I'm like, oh, okay, I think this is one budget. And then I'll go through and it'll be like $800. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. Let me go look at these other pair. That's a little, you know, maybe a little less. So that's kind of the idea uh, behind that is, you know, put your services up there. Let people know what you do and then promote that also on your social. But that's another, you know, that's another topic for another day. But put these things on your website so people can know what you offer. And then guess what? By putting these services and prices on there, even if someone sees something and they like your work or whatever it is that you do and you don't have that service up up there, guess what? 
They're probably going to go to your contact page, fill that out and say, Hey, I saw you do this service, but I'm looking for this. Do you, you know, do you do this or do you know someone that does this instead? Like, I'm really interested in you as a person because I really like what you do, but I see you don't have this as a service on your page. So that way, you know, it kind of helps them out and, you know, you still can get that client. All right. So on to the third thing, photos. Please put photos of, you know, I always say one of yourself, for sure, so people can kind of know about you, know your story, but then also about the products. Give examples. So like if you're a boutique, use photos. There's nothing like saying like this, a black dress. Like you can write a description all you want, but I want to see what the black dress looks like. Okay. I like, yes, there are stock photos kind of for boutiques. There are stock photos as well, but it also helps to have like a client in the actual dress or something along those lines. Right. Cause that helps me to kind of see, okay, well I see how she styled it. That gives me an example about what I want to do. And if I can envision myself in something like that. Okay. And so like for my photographer, people post a photo of your family sessions, like, okay, I love shooting my families and, you know, making happy memories. Okay. Well, show me that. Show me a photo of a family you know, making happy memories. So give an example of what you're trying to do. And then just to piggyback off of that, make sure you have your metadata attached to the photo. So that's kind of behind the scenes, some extra stuff, but just Google it. You want to have your metadata and keywords kind of attached to the photo as well. So that way, when it comes up in Google searches and things like that, you know, you put your business name attached to it, it all comes up. So that way, you know, it helps with your SEO as well, but include photos of your products and of yourself. Like it's always nice to have like an about me and like, Hey, here I am. This is my story. This is why I started the business X, Y, Z. It really helps with that. And then to have photos, make sure they're good and clear photos. There's nothing like having a blurry photo or something like that. It takes away, especially if you have such an amazing and great product. Make sure you get nice, clean product photos or branding photos of yourself. It really, really, really can go far and help you out so, so, so much. Okay. And then when you do have your photos, make sure they're not super um, large files because it can slow down your web page. And then if you have a slow loading web page, Google does not like that. And it will kind of, you know, actually be bad for your SEO on your website. So, but there are plenty of apps and tools out there that you can download that actually will have, you know, Hey, we can not make you lose the quality of your page. And it still looks really good. So you definitely want that as well, whenever you're doing your photos. So, cause large files slow down your website, a slow website is basically like you miss like kind of like a point system, if you will, like with your Google SEO, slow websites don't help nobody. Just think about back in the day when we, I'm showing my age, but whatever, you know, when there was like dial up and you'd be like taking all day and still dialing up and the page is loading in, you just, you know, you can see the image coming in piece by piece. Like hopefully that's not how your website does because that should not happen anymore because, you know, we have gone a long, we've definitely come a long, 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 long way to not have that happen anymore. So if you do have that happening, you might want to check and see your image size because your images should not be that large to where that's happening. Okay. So that is the third thing is to have photos. I always say put a photo of yourself, like an about me kind of thing. And then photos of your products, photos that your clients may have of your product. Like that stuff works really, really well. It really works well too. And it's nice, nice to kind of see, you know, the vision or description of your work brought to life. 
And the last thing is testimonials, which I have to say, I failed on this. I was helping some people do their websites and they had testimonials and I was like, oh yeah, these are great. And then I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute. I don't even think I, I don't have any testimonials on my site. So I'm going through reviewing my website, which is why I came up with this list for you guys, because I'm going through my website and what I think is critical things for a website. Cause I'm going to be doing a website audit as well. And I was like, I don't have testimonials and testimonials are really, really, really great. Okay. So it's kind of like having Google reviews and things like that. So you want to have testimonials on your website from your clients or, you know, if you're uh, have products, if you're a boutique owner, candle maker, whatever your product is. Oh my God, this candle was amazing. It may, you know, it smells just like, I don't know, smells just like strawberries, whatever your candle like. If you got a strawberry candle, does it smell like strawberries? Let your clients kind of let other people know. Cause I know for me, I read a lot of reviews and testimonials and stuff like that. So when people write stuff, I like pay attention to what they're saying. And so, you know, if a client's like, oh my God, you made the process so easy and I loved it. It was such a great experience. Okay, cool. I like easy. Life is already hard. I want things that's not going to make me like lose any of my hair. So those are some key things that you want to come through in your testimonials and why it's important to put them on your website because it helps people to kind of understand the process, the experience it is to work with you. And, you know, it's just great to have because you like to see what your clients have to say and it helps other people to kind of hear what the, the experience is with you, your purpose, your strengths and things like that. So testimonials are really, really great to have on your site. And then plus, if you really want to like be smart about it and cross promote, you could take testimonials. You can put that on social media, use it on your Instagram, put it in your newsletter, you know, things like that. Like if you send out an email to your people and you're trying to promote a sale, Hey, why not toss a toast testimonial on there? Hey guys, I'm having an amazing sale on my strawberry candles. Here's what clients have to say about the strawberry candle. And then list like two or three, you know, you don't have to do a whole bunch. Do two or three people saying, oh my gosh, it smells just like a strawberry field or these strawberries reminded me of my grandmother when we used to bake or something like that. You know, whatever it is (laughs) that the client is kind of seeing will really, really help you out and get you some business. So, which is really the goal, right? Like we want to share our passion share our gifts, but then also we want to be profitable and get more business, get more clients. We have expenses. You got all these things that's happening. So those are some things to really take into consideration for your site. So once again, the four things that you should have on your website is number one, a contact form two your services and prices should you choose. I know some people are kind of picky. Don't want to, I know us photographers, videographers, I hear they're like, don't put your prices. Everybody's different. So pick, you know, pick whatever you want to do. The third thing is photos. So photos of yourself. I always say, put a photo of yourself, tell a little bit of your story and then photos of your product or whatever your services that you're doing. So I know for some things it's kind of hard to do that. So you might want to use like a stock photo. Like if you're a copywriter or something like that, like it's kind of hard to put a photo of that, but maybe have a photo of yourself writing or typing, you know, have a photo of, you know, a laptop cover, a laptop screen, and then people are typing. So something like that is really, really great to have as far as photos. And then last is testimonials. So tell us about the experience of working with you. 
Tell us about your product. How does it make people feel? Was the fit nice? Did it look nice? Like when I wear this dress, oh my gosh, I get so many compliments. People just love it. Like think about Amazon, right? I read a lot of Amazon reviews, even though I think some of them be fake, but it's okay. But look to that kind of energy that's given there. Like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I wasn't quite sure about the sizing, but the size was perfect. It's true to size. So things like that will help people kind of like with the testimony of when I buy this product, it's always a great experience. I buy it for, you know, when I go out to dinner and I feel amazing because that's a feeling we want to attach to our products, right? It's not necessarily that we buy products or, you know, we buy a service. It's really like the person and the way it makes us feel, you know, and if it's memories attached to it, I can't, I actually have a ring I wore like a week ago and I was out and this woman came up to me and she said, oh my gosh I haven't seen this ring since I was a kid like the style ring it was like a resin ring and back when I was in school we called it an ice ring which you know because it's clear it's got some little designs on it but I bought the ring for the same purpose and I told her I said when I saw this ring it made me think back to when I was a kid and I had to have it right so think about that kind of experience so it wasn't that it's the ring itself like yeah the ring is really cool it's nice but it really was more the memory for me was the reason why I bought that ring so think about that with your testimonials like what kind of feeling do you bring to people with your service or your product and things like that so there you go four things that you should have on your website I hope you go through take a look if you get stuck you need some ideas you're always welcome to hit me up on Instagram my Instagram is Phoenix Michelle Photography or you can email me steph at phoenixmichelle.com and I'm just glad to help out like you know it's always fun so be sure to share this you know podcast leave me a review like I was talking about testimonials reviews are really great too it helps me to kind of understand where you guys are at mindset what would you like to hear you know we're getting ready to go into a new year all that fun stuff and so it helps me to plan out my content as well and just know what you guys are so be sure to share like review all that good stuff so thank you so much and you know peace and blessings to you thanks for joining me for today's episode let me know what you learned or if there's some new things you want me to talk about that you know you need some help with or if you even know some good apps right because I love me some apps so if you have any suggestions or anything like that slide into my dms at Phoenix Michelle Photography on Instagram cheers cheers